0: broadcasting live from the finley cadillac performance studio this is unnecessary roughness
1: you gotta score points to win you can't win without scoring points touchdown raiders he went right through the line and gives
0: vegas a touchdown to extend the lead unnecessary roughness on raider nation radio 9 20 a.m here's your boy q
2: And for one last time, we come to you live from Indianapolis, the Scouting Combine. We're inside the Indiana Indiana Convention Center. Vinny Bonsignor and your boy Q. DeMon Cotton in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. And we're with you for the next three hours. And this has been one fantastic week of covering the NFL and. Players that will be in the NFL playing on Sundays for the Raiders, for the Broncos, for the Chiefs, for the Chargers, and the rest of the league. We've been covering it all week long here like a glove, thanks to Boyd Gaming, the official locals casino of the Las Vegas Raiders. Very excited about the next three hours that we have with you. And I'll tell you, I'm excited about the next three hours with you. (laughs) I don't want to say and make it sound like I don't appreciate being here because I sure do. But I'll tell you, if there's one thing that I sure do miss – Is that West Coast time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Um, miss that West Coast time. You can never say, and I say never, uh, you can never say, hey, Q, you want to go ahead and uh, move to the East Coast and do a radio show late at night? No. (laughs) Your show would be
3: ending right now.
2: Right. At 5 o'clock. Exactly. Exactly. And it's funny because I do a lot of uh, filling in on Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio, which is 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Right. East Coast time. And, of course, they're in Bristol, Connecticut. And I did that show one time. When we were in Canton, Ohio, for the Hall of Fame, right, and I was like, "This is for the birds." It's literally one in the morning. I'm getting off the air. But when we're at home in Vegas, I'm always joking with Freddie, like, "It's ten o'clock, man. I'm about to go to GVR." Time to go out. Yeah, I'm about to go to GVR. <laughs> I'm about to get me a margarita. I'm about to kick it. We're gonna be all good. He's like, "Yeah, brother, I'm going to bed." Yeah. And now I
3: understand. <laughs> oh my gosh! And put it this way too: football games, right? You know, we we wrap it up around man. Latest eight o'clock for Sunday nights. Yeah, at the latest Sunday night game. Right, eight o'clock. Yeah, you're talking eleven o'clock out there, and you got to wait till one o'clock to get the game started. We're 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 cruising around at ten a.m. Right till about eight p.m. Perfect time.
2: I'll tell you. So I definitely appreciate uh, the West Coast. But look, Indy's been great to us. Oh yeah, it really has. It's been a a lot of fun being here. Uh, We've talked to a lot of people we've uh, obviously done a lot of uh, coverage here uh myself and Vinny have been tag team just about everything and when i say we're tag team and i'm talking early in the morning as well like the quarterbacks this morning talked at 8 a.m mm-hmm. so we were rolling in here into the convention center at 6
3: 30 yeah by the time the tailgate show ended we were just wrapping up basically right. with the quarterbacks yep they may have gone a little about a half hour or more but but yeah um, they get things done here at the combine, right, and it's a full day, which we love, and i I know you share my thoughts here. Love talking to the quarterbacks today.
2: Oh, man, I'll tell you what today was a special day. I was kind of disappointed that they waited till Friday <laughs> to actually have the quarterbacks talk. But when they did, mm-hmm. man, I thought it was really good. And it was so funny because I was sitting here at the at the table and I knew that we had to be over there by 8 o'clock. And so, of course, being responsible like we are, we said, okay, let's get over there a little early so we don't get, you know, way far behind. Especially when you got Bryce Young, then you have C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. then you have Anthony Richardson, you have Will Levis. They're all basically like bang, 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 back to back, back to back. Man, I think I got over there about 740, which
3: is 20 minutes at least. Before Bryce Young was supposed to talk, and the crowd was already large. Yeah, there were about uh, thirty people who had that same exact idea, <laughs> right? Uh, if not more. But uh, none of
2: them were here at six thirty when we rolled no. in here. That's so, the
3: thing. <laughs> exactly, they weren't. Everyone started showing up right around, including me. I think I got here about um, about seven, seven ish, maybe seventeen, is. yeah, at the latest. Um, and by the way, it's been raining today, man. Oh man, we we we're, we're crazy here, rain. We could hear the uh, the rain when it's because it, it's. It'll rain, then it'll stop, then it'll rain again. But it's like thundering, kind of falling on uh, on the on the convention center here. So, kind of nice that we're inside right now. But yeah, (laughs) kind
2: of. You think? Listen, (laughs) I can't swim, brother.
3: I'm just just gonna cut to the chase. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Cut to the chase. Who do you think that quarterback's gonna be? For the Raiders wow man you you
2: ain't lying hey, you said you know you're gonna cut right to the chase he's like hell I know there's a three-hour show but we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing
3: up in about five minutes hit well, over I, to Prime. or <laughs> open it up to discussion because yes. it, it's 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 like you know there's some impressive dudes here.
2: there there really is and there's some guys that have really caught my attention in a mm-hmm. major way as well uh, of course that man I mean look the guys that we just talked to today yeah Bryce Young C.J. Stroud, matter of fact, you had a one-on-one with C.J. Stroud, Clayton Toon, uh, DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Will Levis, uh, Tanner McKee, uh, Hendon Hooker, and then Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU, uh, also from Temple, Texas, guy covered in high school. So, yeah, those are all the people that we talked to just today. Right. Just today, and there are some really good quarterbacks there. Uh, There's some quarterbacks that are going to go early. In the draft, and there's some good quarterbacks that are probably going to drop a little bit that still have an opportunity to be good. I didn't get to catch up with Jake Hayner. Right. He was another guy that, uh, you know, had a had a little bit of a crowd around him. And then mm-hmm. by the time we got wrapped up with whatever we were doing, because, I mean, the, again, trying to paint the picture for everyone uh, so you can get the best uh, advantage or you can get the best, uh, you know, takeaway from this trip that we're on. We're running back and forth. We're at our our table. There's, There's rows, there's three, four rows of tables, you know, so it's probably about, I don't know, 25, 30 stations here or media outlets here. And then there's a big old curtain, and then there's some big national ones like Sirius XM, uh, Peacock is over there, NFL Network was over there, CBS Sports was over there, and all the podiums where the players go yep. to. So what we're doing is we're checking our watches, checking the time, and then running over here, doing some work, and then boom, trying to hustle mm-hmm. back over there. So we're just, tw- 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 go, go, go. This is the best week I've ever had of, uh, my steps. My, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my watch, my steps appreciates this week. You're uh, working and stepping. I don't know, time. I don't know if my body appreciates know, the man. week, but uh, i I'll tell you, my watch, uh, all the steps that I've gotten put in this week, uh, it definitely appreciates it. So, I mean, we're just hustling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So, we didn't get to catch up with everybody, but I just ran off the list of people that we did talk to. That was a hell of a list, and there was, there was some, definitely some impressive people. You, know, out I just there today.
3: Noticed, hmm. you didn't ask the
2: question. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, and here's the thing. And I, I you know, I, why I didn't answer
1: the question? I don't because I don't an know answer. the answer. I don't know. The,
2: I, and 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 we'll jump into it. We'll definitely jump into it. Let me go ahead and let everyone know who's coming up on the show today, because yeah. clearly that is a very important question. And I think that I think that I'm leaning in a certain direction now, where I might not have been leaning this direction before, but. We uh, we got coming up on the show today. We're excited. We have C.J. Stroud with Vinny. Uh, that's going to come up at two thirty. It's just a quick little one on one opportunity. And how how did that opportunity even pop up again?
3: Well, as you know, key was just kind of describing uh, what's right over uh, the curtain from us, and that's what the podiums where the players talk. But then also that's where the set for serious, uh, you know, NFL radio is. Um, you got NFL Network. Yep. You got Peacock. All that, right? So after all the players, well, not all of them, but the key players do their thing on the podium with us Yep. then they get walked to individually to you know whether it's serious or or peacock whatever the case might be and so um i saw cj waiting i think it was the cbs sports yeah yeah, booth, yeah and bryce young was already on there talking so he had to wait for bryce young to, to finish wrap up so okay just, so he was just kind of waiting there and i walked up to him and started chatting with them in between um, you know, him going up there uh, as soon as Bryce uh, took off. So it was only a couple of minutes, maybe a minute and a half. Right. But it was. I tried to make but it, it just a greater just, Yeah, straight to possible. the point. Yeah, yeah,
2: because when when these guys are at the podium, and as you've heard audio that we've been playing throughout the course of the week, there's a big group, and it's hard to get your question in. Right. I mean, I was going through some of it, Vinny, and I think you were asking, I don't know who it was, you might ask them ten times if they had, had a chance to talk to the Raiders, and you never even got the word Raiders out. Hey, I think it was Will. I think you talked to Will Levis, yeah. and you said, Hey, Will, have you... You- hey, hey, hey.
3: <laughs> and somebody else jumped ahead of me.
2: Right, exactly. So, And to Vinny's credit, so he was able to pull that. And I don't even know if that was something that, that C.J. Stroud was supposed to do, but he did it. And yeah. it, was, it was all good. But to Vinny's credit, he also jumped up and tried to get Anthony Richardson for a quick second. Right. Because uh, that was uh, that was the one that we tried to get, and we were both trying to hustle oh, our way to get that, that one. And it was about, what, 50? It seemed like it was about 50 people around him. And the thing is, he's so so big he's such a big dude that he was towering over the microphone and nobody went and adjusted the mic yeah so it was very quiet yes so it's like hey uh anthony and then he would give an answer and say and and it wasn't him it was just the fact that the microphone was so low right it wasn't picking him up and so it really i mean we just kind of put our head down and walked away and we were so far back i mean if i had been close to the stage i would have tried to adjust it myself but we were way too far back there was no chance i was getting anywhere near the uh the podium so there's that so we didn't get any anthony richardson sound but when vinnie saw anthony richardson coming out of the bathroom he was like i'm gonna go try to get him real quick so vinnie jumped up and he just
3: kind of politely said i couldn't do it he, he wasn't allowed to do any more interviews um but i'll i'll say this to everybody out there we talk about you know maybe how frail um, Bryce Young is. Yep, I, I felt like he, he felt. He actually was a little bit bigger than I thought. Uh, he he was going to be. Maybe mm-hmm. he's been uh, hitting the weights and <clears throat> doing all that that you got to do sometimes to keep the weight on. But there ain't no problem with this. Uh, with with the physical uh, stature of Anthony Richardson. No. Not at all.
2: That dude is a big monster. The good thing is we were able to take some pictures, tweet him out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, put him out there on the Radio Nation Radio 920 Twitter, and, of course, uh, at your boy Q254 and at Vinny Bonsignor. We've all put him out. I've been tweeting him. It's a little bit of video here and there. Uh, he is a big, massive Man. dude. So when I hear people say, oh, he's a more athletic Cam Newton or he's very Cam Newton-like, I understand. Heck, yeah. He just he, Obviously, he's got, he's got things to work on as far as his mechanics go, uh, but that really is
3: experience. It is, and, you know, um, I he's, he's, he's basically started 13 games. I know right. he came off the bench a couple of years ago um, behind the guy, the, the starter that they had at the time at Florida, um, but it's hard to get a read on that, and sometimes he would come in in the middle of the game, and right. ah, that's just difficult for any quarterback, you know, uh, not knowing whether you're going to play and all that kind of stuff. Um, and even this year, um, I, I just felt like the – I don't know what they. I don't know what they really were trying to do offensively. Right. And what they were trying. They to don't do with either. Him. <laughs> right? They don't either. Exactly. Okay. So, um, here's the thing: you look at him and you hear him, and he's a very intelligent kid. Um, and you look at some of the things, some of the the high points from him, and they mm-hmm. just, they're they're jaw dropping. When he does something right, you're like, oh my gosh! Yeah, you're like, not wow. a whole lot of guys could do what he just did, right? Right. There. Exactly. If he, if he could just put it together, Q. Yep. Um, you have something really special, and the question I've always that I've been asking is: if he had 13 more games mm-hmm. next year, let's say, yeah, 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 how are we talking about him at that point? Is he the number one pick at that point? Very well, could be, or Very is well he could be worse? And I think that's the that's I don't think he would be worse, but I'm just throwing yeah, it out yeah. there as a possibility. Well, I
2: think that that's what a lot of teams fear as well. You know, I, and maybe that's fear, exactly the question. Maybe right? fear is too big of a word, but. That's probably the you know, what they're trying to decipher and figure out as well. You know, hey, if he goes and plays another thirteen games, is he going to get better or is he going to get worse? And if he gets worse then okay, where did this team draft him and is that all of a sudden looking like a terrible draft? right? Right. You know, so if you draft if you draft a guy in second, third whatever round, just because the, f- the first-round pick is so valuable, especially when it's in the top ten. Right. Right? I mean, that is such a valuable piece. Again, you don't expect to be picking there uh, very often, right? You don't want to be. You don't want to make it a routine to pick there. So when you're there, and you, especially when you have a, a, a position of need like a quarterback, it's just about it's, – it's so imperative that you get it right. Right. You just got to get it right. So uh, that's the big question that he – the hurdle that he's got to overcome. But – that's what he's here for. That's why he's talking to you know he's talking to to teams. That's why he's on the whiteboard showing you know showing his intelligence and showing what he knows and answering questions on why he was inconsistent. Does he just need uh you know just more reps? You know how much does he love football? I mean everything. They're they're gonna run him through the ringer and he'll have his opportunity to answer the question. But I I I, I like what I saw from him. And I really like what I heard and and the confidence that he had, even though we weren't able to make out everything he said. Right,
3: and one thing that you and I have heard uh, a few times here now, and I think we're leaning toward it too, if you're a team that drafts him, let's say the Raiders draft him at number seven, forget sitting him. Yeah. Play him, because that's what he needs. Right. He needs to play. Um, He's not – it's – yes, there's value in – in sitting and learning. Right. But in his case, because he's played such so, uh, so, so few games right. in college, he needs the reps. Because here's another thing that we've heard about him, Q, is that sometimes the fundamentals are a little sloppy. But that goes, again, yeah. back to playing. Repetition.
2: Exactly. It's, it's like if I did a radio show once every... Ten days, right? I wouldn't be as good as a guy who does one every day, right? You know what I mean? So no doubt about that makes, it. yeah, that, I mean that that's a that's a great point, and that is something that we have heard. So C.J. Stroud with Vinny, little you know, minute and a half, whatever conversation coming up at two thirty. See ya. There he goes, my man, Bo Brock. He's out of here. Man, so does that mean we're last? Oh, no, no. there's still a couple left. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> don't go, Bo. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shut this place down it's again. Like, I'm getting out
3: of here. <laughs> I do not hear you, Q. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm your boy, but we ain't that cool. Uh, no, no, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. Coming up at 3 o'clock, speaking of some of these quarterbacks and these prospects as they're out there on the field, we saw some yesterday. Vinny, I got to get an update because uh, yesterday you ran out on me before. You had an opportunity to tell me what you saw oh. being on the field. There And the first time that the media was actually allowed to be in Lucas Oil Stadium and actually see some of the drills. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But Dane Brugler, the great Dane Brugler from The Athletic, he is one of the talent evaluators that I really, really respect. Uh, He has his top 100 big board out. He has mock drafts that he drops. He has the beast. The beast is going to be coming out. Yes, I know, and I buy it every single year, and I'm already, you know, a subscriber to The Athletic, but I make sure that I have the beast, got I have it. it downloaded, because, man, uh, draft draft year, you've got to have that. So, Dane Brugler will join us uh, here at the table at 3 o'clock, and we'll ask him about the quarterbacks, we'll ask him about the defensive players, wide receivers, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Then, at 4.30, excited about this, Coach Scott Stewart from Temple High School in Temple, Texas, he's going to join the show. I had an opportunity to talk to Quentin Johnston, a guy that I saw play football in high school. Uh, I was on the sidelines. I was a sideline reporter for Temple High, uh, the Temple Wildcats, and I saw him just continue to grow and grow and grow and earn a scholarship to TCU. Obviously, TCU played in the national championship game against Georgia. They lost, but this dude has a potential and has a chance to be a first-round draft pick, which is wild from a little small city called Temple, Texas. It's just it's unbelievable. But I, I learned what I learned when I was in Texas and I was covering high school football and I was covering you know just local local sports on on a on a, a close knit level is that. You want to learn about someone, you go to the source. Yeah. You, you, go, you go deep. And so uh, I'm going to talk to Coach Scott Stewart coming up at 4.30 uh, this afternoon. Excited about that conversation. and uh, He's a great dude, first of all. Uh, loves his players, and uh, Quentin Johnson is no different. So Coach Scott Stewart will join the show at 4.30. In the meantime, in between time, we also will be giving you sound from not only C.J. Stroud, who you'll hear around 2.30, Hendon Hooker. The quarterback out of Tennessee. Oh, that's another one. I don't even think I had him on the list. But anyway, Henry Hooker, uh, quarterback out of Tennessee. Uh, got a few minutes with him. He was at the podium. Uh, Quentin Johnson, I mentioned him. You'll hear from him. Tanner McKee, you'll hear from him. I mean, there's so much. We have Bryce Young. We have Dorian Thompson Robinson. Uh, we have Will Levis. We have all these different players that we're going to sprinkle in throughout the course of the show. And, of course, Raider Nation, we're going to hear from you as well. 702-365-9200. And, of course, our don'tbebroke.com text sign is 69187 keyword r and and DeMond Cotton will be chiming in as well throughout the course of the show from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio and we do appreciate his efforts as he's been working all day he was on the, the press box on our sister station ESPN he was running that this morning because uh, Jared uh, he, got, he got sick so uh, DeMond had to be Johnny on the spot so he went and held that down now he's holding it down uh, with us so uh, DeMond's working hard too when we go on road trips let me just tell this right now when we go on road trips it takes a lot more than just us here it takes everyone at that radio station uh, in our building to make sure that everything goes smoothly, including Doug, Bobby, Ari. I mean, everyone, everyone behind the scenes that you may not know all their names or hear them all the time. Jared, it takes everyone to make this thing run smooth. And so uh, when we have a good week like we had this week, it's because of everybody, not just me and Vinny. We, we did a lot of yeoman's work as well, but uh, the people behind the scenes, so we definitely appreciate them as well. So let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive.
3: The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 is brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. So,
2: Vinny, you came away from the conversation and hearing C.J. Stroud talk, and then, of course, we'll hear from him coming up around 2.30, and I I felt like you were firmly
3: in the camp of C.J. Stroud, if the Raiders could get him, should be the guy. Yeah uh i am and uh you know it's so funny you mentioned your, the high school coach yeah he mentioned his high school coach he mentioned his his youth co- coach too yep. y- you know what, you know why he used to, remember the whole thing about him is can he run will he right. run right bo- right bo- right bo- right, bo- right, bo- right. he went all the way back to his youth football coach and his high school football coach named them both here and said they taught me and stressed to me stay in the pocket right his high school coach Stress to him, accuracy. This is what he's known for, too. Yeah, right? he is. Right? Yeah, he's, he's very it. accurate. And here's the thing. He said, like, if I didn't throw the ball to the upper shoulder on the play where it was supposed to go to the upper shoulder yeah. in practice, every rep, mm. I'm, I got to uh, give 10, 10 uh, push-ups right, right there. Right, It was stress to him. So when you talk about, like you said, going to the source, well, sometimes that's where it all – not sometimes. That's where it all starts. Yeah. And if you have the right high school coach – uh, preaching the right messages, it's going to resonate and it's going to stay with you. And it stayed with C.J. Stroud this entire time. I loved his answers, Q, yeah. about the running and the lack of running. He knows he can run. Right. He knows that that's in his – It's tool just of- not
2: his It's just not his go-to, like his first thing that he wants to do, right? And, you know, the thing about it, when I heard him say that about uh, staying in the pocket and throwing the ball and, and not, you know, just escaping – From my time covering high school football, what I learned is the best athlete on the team is always the quarterback. Right. Right. Athlete. Not the best quarterback. Right. But the best athlete. The guy who can get out of there. And a lot of times, I mean, that guy, that quarterback will run 25 times for 300 yards and might throw the ball three. Right. Right? Exactly. You know, and so this is, I I could appreciate, and I hadn't thought about it until I heard him say that. Like, it literally took me until he said that to realize, like, oh, that's a role reversal. That's a, hey, I'd rather you learn how to throw the ball and be accurate with the rock. I know you can run if of you course. have to, yeah. but I'd rather
3: you just chink, 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 just throw it around the yard. And he said this. He's like, he goes, you got to understand. He goes, when you spend eight hours on a play, putting mm-hmm. the play together, designing the play, studying the play, working on the play, practicing the play, and you get to the game, it can't be one, two, oh, I got to run. Right. <laughs> you know, it's got to be one two three, four, work through your progressions. Hopefully at some point, you know, you're going to be able to get the ball off to one of your playmakers. Because He said, that's my job is to get the ball to the playmakers. He goes, if I'm I'm just panicking and running after the second second option, you know, guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. Like when I get to the sidelines, they're like, dude, what are you doing? And especially at Ohio State, Mm -hmm. the kind of talent that they had there and the kind of talent that he's going to play with in the NFL. And to your point, it's role reversal. I'd rather have a guy – that throws from the pocket. That knows how to throw from the pocket. That has been successful and accurate doing mm-hmm. that. And oh wow, could you run a little bit more? Yeah, I can mm-hmm. if I need to, but I'm not going to force it and panic and do it every time there's a sense of trouble. And that's that what I made love about me it. feel better. Honestly, Heck yeah. it made me feel better
2: knowing that. It's just not what he wants to do first. Right. Right? That's it. That's that. That, I'm sick. Because, I mean, we didn't know. We didn't know until we hear the reasoning. And again, that's why guys are at the podium. Mm-hmm. That's why they're meeting with teams because they can, he's going to say that same answer he told us. He's going to tell the team. And he'll probably go into even greater detail. But that, you know, kind of gave me more reassurance like, okay, this dude is willing to run. He just. Prefers not to, and and, and isn't you know isn't going to be one of those guys you know, and I don't mean to continue to bring up like Derek Carr, I don't want to do that, but it just seemed like he was like you had to just kickstart him to get him to run, and as opposed he looked awkward doing it, and he looked awkward doing it, as opposed to where CJ feels like he doesn't have to run, and so he does it. he's willing to go through his progressions, but if all else fails, then go, right, and, and to your point. When a quarterback, and again, this is more mainly like in college and high school, but when a quarterback just looks at his first read and then takes off running, the wide receivers get frustrated. You start, you see them, their shoulders drop, yeah. their head drops. It's like, throw the ball. Right. Right? Throw right. the ball. I mean, even what was a homeboy's name that was in camp who uh, was always open? T-Billy. Remember, he was always open. DeMond knows the story. T-Billy was always open.
3: And what did, what did we hear all the time? Throw, throw the ball. The ball.
2: Yeah, I can't throw the ball to myself. Remember, he used yeah, to come up and down the, the sideline. Can't throw the ball to myself. All
3: the time. <laughs> I, I think we later found out that he was probably running the wrong route.
2: Well, yeah, I think he was running a lot of wrong things. But, that's, I mean, he was a
3: good guy. He was a cool yeah, guy. we love him. He was a cool, cool personality. <laughs> but, yes, uh, they do get frustrated, and rightfully so, especially when you've talked about it and stressed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, and and that's what you're supposed to do. And when you just break it off and run at the first sign of trouble, you're going to lose a lot of uh, a lot of dudes and a lot of support in your locker room, and so f- so for CJ Stroud, it wasn't that he doesn't want to do it or is he reluctant to do it. He, for good reason, he doesn't do it unless right. he has to do
2: it. Right, exactly. And so, uh, Vinny's all aboard the uh, the CJ Stroud. What with that being said, <laughs> the Raiders sit at number asked. seven. How I know do you, what you're getting ready. To ask. How do you get? How do you pick Oof. up CJ Stroud? And and going back to the question you originally asked me that I didn't answer, I'm. I'm really leaning in that direction. I had already said a long time ago that I liked his size more than Bryce's for obvious reasons. I also think Bryce is a a superior quarterback, Uh, all these guys. I think he's the best quarterback Mm -hmm. in this draft, but I just feel like he's going to be the first overall pick gone. And the Raiders can't get up to number one. Uh, It costs way too much draft capital. And after talking to Dave Ziegler the other day, that doesn't sound like some draft capital that they're willing to give up.
3: No, and and, and probably rightfully so. Right. I, I I don't know, and I, I may be completely wrong. You could poke holes uh, in this uh, as well, but at least from my vantage point and from my knowledge of football and my understanding of it and my watching of the, team, I don't think there's a big drop
2: off. It might not be a big, yeah. That might be a little harsh. That might be a little, but but I think that I think that Bryce is the best quarterback yes. in this. I'm, draft. I'm with I, you on that. I do think that, but I think that CJ Stroud has a has a good opportunity to be really good.
3: You know what right? I like about what you said too, that now you're leaning toward CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. You came here with an open mind. Yeah. And that's what the combines all. That's about. That's all
2: it's about. That's all. I mean, we're here to do research. Yeah, I'm not here to hold grudges, or no. you know what I mean, or here to here to be like, no, it's my way or the no. I'm, hey, look, I'm open. I'm open to
3: conversation, and and that's what it's about, right? You know. And you talk to Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. That's how they approached this, right? Uh, in in conversations that I've had, it's like, are you are you willing to fall in love? Yes, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm also willing to not fall in love, right? You know, And I'm not going to be swayed one way or another before I even get there, right. before I let the – that's what we talk about, uh, Q, let the process guide you to a decision. Right. But you have to be open-minded to doing that. You have to be open-minded for whatever the, whatever the decision might be. Right. Wherever the process leads you to, be open to that. And don't rush into anything, but don't resist anything just because uh, either. Right. No, you're, you're right about that. And the good thing about
2: it is it's only March 3rd. Exactly. The draft isn't till late April. It's the end of the last week in in April, so they have plenty of time. So I know a lot of fans don't want to hear about you know don't hit the panic button or all this staff has no idea what they're going to do. No, they have a good plan, you know, or at least it sounds like they have a good plan from everything we've heard. We have to see them execute it, but they 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 have an idea of what they're doing. They're just letting it all play out. And they, the thing is, they don't have to make a selection tomorrow.
3: Right. And that's why we've always said, and I don't know if everybody wants to believe it. But when they moved on from Derek Carr, it had very little to do with who was going to succeed uh, you know right. uh, uh, or follow right. Derek Carr because it was impossible to answer that question yeah. at that point. Tom Brady had all sorts of different it could go this way, but it went the other way. They completely understood that they told me that yeah uh, people that that, that I talked to like don 't know if he's going to stay retire or want to retire, stay in Tampa, mm. stay on the east coast can 't make that call right now, so that in itself tells you it wasn't about who the replacement's going to be. Again, they're going to let the process lead them to a decision. That was a whole different decision.
2: No doubt. No doubt. So what we'll do is when we come back, you'll hear Vinnie and C.J. Stroud just one-on-one, but I want to throw it out there right now. Mm-hmm. I want to put this out here mm-hmm. because, look, they might be, they might like C.J. Stroud. They might like Bryce Young. They might like Will Levis. They might like Anthony Richardson. They might like a defensive player. Right. Our biggest, our, our point of this this topic is really something that, that Vinny brought up, and, and I believe you got this question uh, by way of the mailbag that you're putting out mm-hmm. on the RJ. Of course, you do fantastic work on that. Uh, realistically, we think that the sweet spot for the Raiders would be maybe moving up from seven to at the max three, right? Yeah. So that's the case, and this is the question, Raider Nation. If the Raiders were to trade up from seven to maybe three, First of all, what is the highest spot you you trade up to get your guy? If you're the Raiders trying to move up from seven, what would you be willing to give up? Like I said, our sweet spot was seven to three, max. They can't get up to number two or one. It's just too much draft capital. But what is your sweet spot? Tell me where where you'd like to go from from seven to what? What's you know seven's the, the floor. What would you be as a ceiling of? Okay, this is this is how high I'd be willing to go, and what are you willing to give up? And be realistic. And let's be realistic about not what about you it. want right. to. You yeah, know. you can't go up to three and give up. You know, a third round pick or a compensatory pick. Right. And think that's going to happen? Because that's not going to happen. But uh, and the reason we ask that question is because we're thinking that C.J. Stroud will probably be gone. Yes, by three, seven. three or well, yeah, by seven, but probably. 3-4, around there he could possibly go with the, his main teams that need quarterbacks and the Bears look at the trade back as well. So, again, what is the highest spot you'd be willing to trade up to to get your guy, if you're the Raiders, and what are you willing to give up realistically? Let us know about it. 702-365-9200. Of course, our don'tbebroke.com text line is 69187, keyword R&R. When we come back, Vinny caught up with... My man, C.J. Stroud. I called him my man. Look at that. Now it's on. (laughs) Now it's official. (laughs) No, but he caught up with C.J. Stroud just for a couple minutes. You'll hear that conversation next, plus we'll hear from you. It's Raider Nation Radio 920.
3: That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920, brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever.
0: Our coverage of the 2023 Scouting Combine in Indianapolis is brought to you by Boyd Gaming, the official local casinos of the Las Vegas Raiders. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio.
2: What is the highest spot you trade up to get your guy if you're the Raiders trying to move up from seven? What are you realistically willing to give up? This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio. 9.20, Nine twenty. We are here in Indianapolis at the Scouting Combine. This is the last live show we'll be doing from here. We'll both be flying back at different times tomorrow, Vinny tomorrow evening slash afternoon, whatever the case may be. Me bright and early in the morning because well I gotta go get my hair cut. So ha <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Got to have priorities <laughs> in life. And, uh, of course, we're, all, we're here. I don't have a problem anymore. <laughs> no, you don't. You're good. Uh, we're here thanks to Boyd Gaming, the official Locals Casino of uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. In just a few minutes, we'll hear uh, from C.J. Stroud. He, Vinny caught up with them for a couple minutes. Uh, good conversation you'll hear. Uh, but before we do that, I did want to get a little bit of feedback on the question that we asked. And, again, the question was, what is the highest spot you trade up to get your guy, if you're the Raiders, trying to move up from seven. And what are you giving up? Let's go out to the phone lines real quick. Talk to our guy, Raider X. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother?
1: Hey, what's going on, guys?
2: Chilling, man. Chilling.
1: I, I, I think the, the thing is, yeah, you, you, you would have to move up to, to number three. And that's because, mm-hmm. you know, you got, you got the Colts in there at four. And I uh, really think that they're going to go in and, and look for that quarterback at number four. And uh, so I, I would be willing to give, obviously, your number one. And then uh, I hate to go against you, Q, but I would have to go next year's. And I, cause I, I'm just, uh, I'm too selfish to give away the stock of, of, of all the defensive players that are available this year. And I'd like to go next year and give away t- next year's first and second and give away uh, uh, Darren Waller.
2: That's so where, where are you going to? How high are you going? Number three. Oh, I think that's giving up too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you. I think you over. Man, I got a car you could buy. <laughs> if you're if you if you're if you're, you're, you're going to give
3: up ne- if you're going to give up next year's number one, next year's number one, I think you could go. I think you could get by with this year's number three, and next year, yeah.
2: Number if one. you okay, you swap ones. If you're going from seven to three, you swap ones. You give up a three, and maybe this year's three, and maybe maybe even a two next year. Yeah. How about? How about that? I I think I think that Raider X gave up too much, and Darren Waller I think stays. I do too. I don't think that he's. You want to
3: give that young quarterback as much help as possible. He
2: ain't got nothing going on this weekend,
3: does he? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get me in trouble. I'm just kidding.
2: I keep. I keep. You know, we
3: just posted a story where Max Crosby the the fight. Yeah. The UFC fight is going to be on at the uh, at the uh, reception. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Because you know he loves. His yeah, he so. loves UFC. But yeah. he's getting married, guys, on Saturday. That that we can talk about. Yes, we can. Max is getting married tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Uh, his his teammate's brother. It's John Jones. Yeah, right? I'm sorry about yep. the biggest. Yeah. Uh, he, yep. So John Jones is fighting tomorrow in Las Vegas, and uh, I guess at the at the <laughs> reception, Max's beautiful bride uh, has said, "Yeah, sure." That's put, awesome. Put the fight on.
2: I like it. I like it. Well, but there you I don't know go. Who else is getting married? Little, little side on either. Side. That's a side <laughs> conversation. Got a text from the four one seven. If we move up to three to get Stroud, I say we do it. I'm not smart enough to know the appropriate conversation, but I say we go for it, and I hope it happens. Hashtag Raider Nation. Uh, eight hundred five Raider said, "Do not trade up at all. Quarterbacks are too much of a gamble. There's a chance Young and Stroud end up bust. Hmm. Stay at seven. Let the draft come to you." That's from eight hundred five Raider. What do you think about that?
3: How much longer as an organization are you going to say that? You know, uh, when was the last time the Raiders really made a move at quarterback? Obviously, they've had Derek Carr right. for nine years, so there wasn't quote unquote any need. Right. But even you said they should take. Um, I know Jalen
2: Hurts. I've been talking about. Right. I've been talking about because I think it's good business, and I know the Patriots have been in the business of doing this. Uh, the Packers for a long time were in the business of doing this, drafting quarterbacks. Right. Drafted quarterback, even though you have your guy drafted. I mean, look how many backup quarterbacks uh, for the Patriots ended up being starters
3: somewhere, at, at least for a little while. Look what the Forty ers did. Right, they had Trey Lance. Yep, obviously Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, let's just grab this guy uh, 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 Purdy. Right in the seventh round, who they ended up needing, by right. the way. So uh, yeah, um, I think it's. I think it's. Here's the thing. If you if you feel like that's the guy, yeah. you don't know when you're going to be this high in the draft right. again. And like you said, you don't want to be you don't this high. In the, no. This gives you a chance to move up and potentially get a franchise quarterback.
2: Absolutely. Mailman Raiders said, Q, I'm on this train of stand pat at seven and take the best defensive player available, but deal back into the second or to the end of the first to uh, try to snag Hendon Hooker. I don't know what that would cost, but maybe... Two second rounders. Uh, that's similar to what Baltimore did when they went and uh, traded back into the end of round one to go get Lamar Jackson. So they got that fifth year option. So he's on board with Hendon Hooker. You'll oh, actually hear it. from Hendon Hooker later on in the show. So okay, there you go. I like it. One more text, and then we'll go. We'll hear from C.J. Stroud. Sir Whiskey say, Sir Whiskey Ray. Excuse me. Say Q. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for holding down this entire week at the combine. Us listeners really appreciate your hard work and on that. Son uh, with the real. My question for you, Q, during today's show is: Has any Other waitresses asked you if your 40-yard dash is first-round talent. If you expect to be a top-five pick come April 28th, laughing my ass off. Safe travels back, Hugh and Vinny back to Vegas. And no, no, nobody's uh, asked me about about my 40 time anymore. One lady at uh, Kroger, when I went to do a little shopping for the Airbnb that I'm at, uh, she said are you participating in the combine i was like oh no that's uh that that ship has sailed uh, and it was never it was never a ship for me we'll just call you coach q now <laughs> there you go you're coach q there you go that's what i'm talking about you're, yeah you're, there's you're, a like, q there's a q participating in the combine right. but it ain't this Q. so ma'am i make the picks <laughs> right I'm yeah i'm not of picks. Anyway. <laughs> no <laughs> ma'am i talk about the picks <laughs> and if i get them wrong so be it if i get them right so be it no sweat off my backside but One guy who is participating, excited about seeing what he can do, and of course, we won't be able to see it live. Well, I won't be able to see it live because I'll be flying back to Vegas, but I will obviously check it out, is CJ Stroud. And earlier today, earlier this morning, as a matter of fact, Vinny had an opportunity to catch up with him for a couple minutes. Here's that conversation.
3: CJ, while people have said the running thing, when I watched the manipulation of the pocket, it's like you have eyes all over your head. I mean, where does that come from, that kind of innate feeling to feel the pocket and move around and it? To great be honest way. with you, I
4: mean, I, I, other than Ohio State, I never really had a good line. Uh, so I had to kind of build that in my fortitude, my, my, my playing uh, stuff. So, uh, that's something I built. like a youth ball going into high school. And in college, I got I kind of actually helped my linemen. Even when they – they're great. But when they did, everybody has mistakes and passes right. up. So I try to just make them clean and be, be quarterback friendly. So, um, and that's something I pride myself on is and really not looking down behind the line of scrimmage, but just kind of feeling it. And that's something that I, God bless him with that talent.
3: I cover the Raiders. I know they like you. Uh, what was it like sitting down with Josh and, and Dave and, and their staff?
4: It was good. I mean, you can tell they're kind of stern, they're kind of straightforward. They, they, they do what they do, and, and they have uh, really um, no remorse for that. And, and, and as a coach, Tell, you can tell that they just love football, so um, that's something that I kind of peep from him and just have some good, honest conversation. and
3: uh, interview really well. Las Vegas is not far from where you grew up. Uh, could you see, envision yourself there and playing on the West Coast?
4: Yeah, man, I would love to be close to home, um, but at the end of the day, I, it's not in my control. I can just be myself wherever I do go, uh, but yeah, that's something that I think would be awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you.
3: Three and a half hours. Uh, to Rancho Cucamonga from Las Vegas, so that would be uh, a perfect situation for him as well. I don't know if we're talking this thing into existence uh, right. or not, Q, but um, I just feel like there's a there's a fit there. I feel like Josh, Dave, CJ, I think there's a wavelength there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like he's kind of wired the way they're wired. I love the very stern, yeah. very, very business-like mm-hmm. uh, matter of fact um, because, you know, that... that it, yeah uh hey how you doing right you know, how's all of that is is great but this is a business trip right right, for right. Him, and it's yeah. a business trip for them as well these are big decisions that the Raiders have to make here and I like the fact that he's kind of wired of that I like that right. I want to talk football and be serious and be about it we could have fun and laugh and all that other stuff down the line right now let's get after it and let's talk football which I believe I, I feel like that's like, if you're going to get a C.J. Stroud, he's the guy that's going to be there early in the building and stay late in the building.
2: Kind of get that sense, right? And and he had a really good podium session that, I mean, we have the all the audio of it. It was probably about, what, like 12 minutes or something? It was yeah. some really good stuff, and, and you could just tell that he just seemed like he was very businesslike, and you're absolutely right, man. I mean, the, hey, how you doing? How's your family? All that stuff. That's all nice, but uh, that's all fluff, right. right? I mean, this is absolutely, they don't have all day to. 18 minutes. Exactly. 18 minutes would go by like that. Yeah.
3: Believe me, I could fill 18 minutes myself. Right. (laughs) Now imagine having a big horn that sounds right when it's right. over each 18-minute segment. Exactly. exactly, which is what exactly
2: happened. W- which is probably what uh DeMond wishes he had, so he'd he would keep you on on time all the time. He'd be like, we gotta you know get what? that horn. Let's get the horn. <laughs> right. That ought to, You know what? We ought to try that. We ought to have a, a horn in every oh, cool. studio. So when Cofield goes long, then Ari can blow the horn. When uh when you guys go long yeah. in the morning tailgate, well, I don't know who I don't know who would blow the horn then because Clay's trying to do too much anyway. He'd be he'd be in there trying to find. The horn, trying to talk.
1: To you. <laughs> yeah, the horn. This is a way better idea than my idea of the Oscar music to get you to wrap it up. This is just more straight to the point. Go to break now. <laughs> guys,
3: talk about that too. Like the GMs and yeah, this guy's like the, it, it's a real. <laughs> Think about that, right? We're in 2023, right? And they still got a big old horn sounded to say time's up, right. time to go.
2: <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. We got a text from the five three zero. I honestly haven't broke down the quarterbacks in this year's draft, but from Ziggs' recent interviews, he's got me believing in them. Keep up the good work, Hugh and Vinny. And that's the other thing. I, I feel like, and we have to see it executed. I, I have to always make sure I say that because someone will text in and say, "You haven't seen anything, Q, What do you know?" So you're right. We have to see it executed, but it definitely sounds like they. I, I believe that they could do it. I believe that they could turn this team around and get them going in the right direction. Now, I could believe it and end up being wrong, of course. And, and if I am, then then I am. I'll come out and say I'm wrong. I have no right. problem with that. But it feels like they're, they're they know what they're doing
3: and they're they're trending in the right direction. I completely agree, and and it it's felt like from day one that they've had a uh, a, a plan that's backed up by prudence and intelligence and diligence and meticulousness and and I know people like well they 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 went for it last year they kind of did but they kind of also knew they knew that they were going to have to outscore their offense right. last year or excuse me their defense they knew that there were holes on defense anybody that knows football can understand that there were issues defensively, and the best way to maybe compensate for that is to build as strong a possible a- of an offense. This mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why they went out and got you know Devonte Adams, or were good when Devonte right. said, "Hey, I want to go play with you guys." Okay, that would help this offense a lot. Uh, it didn't work out. They still scored the 12th most points of the game, um, you know, and that's with some major issues in the red zone and some turnovers and injuries. Uh, so I like where they are headed uh, offensively. And I think they'll get that in order. But I'm with you. I think that if you give this group sufficient time, they're going to get this thing where it needs to be.
2: It's going to be interesting. It really will. And they they have to prove it. I mean, they could talk about it. We could talk about it. But it has to be proven. And the way that they prove it is start building the, the team, mm-hmm. uh, get it whatever players that they feel like that they need, and go out there and execute. I mean, it's that – Simple. So, again, we throw the question out there to you. Yeah. Nation. We want to hear from you at 702-365-9200. We do have a lot of guests coming up on the show. We might even have an XFL guest. Not too sure. We might have a last-minute addition to the show. But Dane Brugler from The Athletic, he is fantastic. He'll join us at the top of the hour. Coach Scott Stewart Temple High School, he'll join us as well. Quentin Johnston, uh, you'll hear from him. Hendon Hooker, you'll hear from him. And many more. But the question that we threw out there to you at 702 365 9,200 in the Wbroke.com text line, 69187, keyword r What's the highest spot you'd trade up to get your guy if you're the Raiders trying to move up to, from seven? What are you giving up? Give us a realistic answer. This is Red Radio 920.
0: Our coverage of the 2023 Scouting Combine in Indianapolis is brought to you by Boyd Gaming, the official local casinos of the Las Vegas Raiders. It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. On Raider Nation Radio.
2: What is the highest spot you trade up to get your guy if you're the Raiders trying to move up from seven? And what is the realistic compensation that you would give up 702-365-9200. 702 broke dot com Text sign at 69187, keyword R&R. And before we go out to Stove, I did want to address this text one more time. I read it, but we didn't really go into detail about it, Vinny, and so I want to kind of address it real quick. This is from 805 Raider. Do not trade up at all. Quarterbacks are too much of a gamble. There's a chance Young and Stroud end up as bust. Stay at seven. Let the draft come to you. So I wanted to come back and, and, and address it because that is something that they could do. They could just say, hey, we'll sit there Definitely. and allow – the board to come to
3: us Mm -hmm. and we'll make the right decision at that time. And that is something that they expressed to us earlier this week. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. Um, They're open to everything like we were Mm -hmm. talking about. And they're open to letting that process uh, uh, guide them, even if it means staying at seven and, you know, being okay with if there's a quarterback there, um, great. Uh, If not, um, you know, you could find one in in another round or, or, you know, punt till next year. Uh, whatever the case might be, but you know, talking to Dave Ziegler, uh, what was it Tuesday? I guess it was. Yes, yeah, Tuesday. Yep. The not draft a quarterback option this year. It seemed like it didn't that sound wasn't like an it was option.
2: right. It didn't sound like it was an option, but it also didn't sound like it
3: was. It has to be a first round guy, right? Exactly. You know? and um, and and so that's. You know that's what makes this so fascinating. Is what are they actually uh, thinking? I right. have a pretty good idea. You know a little yeah. bit, uh, but but they're not going to show all their cards. Of course and, not. Nor should they. No. And this is a uh, a time of year where. Information is extremely valuable, and sometimes getting the wrong information out there is as valuable as holding on to the information. Right. Uh, because there's 31 other teams that are trying to read you too. Exactly.
2: So I wanted to make sure that we addressed that because I thought it was a good text. Yeah. I, I didn't want 805 Raider to think that we were kind of ignoring it because we're so hell bent on you got to go get it
3: now. They they might not do that. And 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 here's the thing. I guess this is where I, okay. You could say that about every quarterback in every draft. Mm-hmm. You could just say CJ uh, you know Joe Burrow and Justin uh, Herbert uh, could be a bust too. You could have said that at that point and been right mm-hmm. to say that because statistically it is, you know, the the statistics don't bear out that every all these quarterbacks that are taken, you know, uh, at the top of the draft work out. I get that. I understand that. Uh, And I don't think, if if there's any reservations at all, I don't believe Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler would go up. They're going to need to be convinced that that's the right move. Right. But here's the question. What if they are convinced? Then Then that's
2: when they have to make the move. Right. Right. And what are you going to give up what are you willing to give up then exactly right if they're in love with their guy and i say in love with it because that's what you have to do to make a move like that totally you know you can't just say well we need a quarterback so let's go force ourselves our, our that's hand. the worst thing you that's can do. the worst thing to do exactly right so uh yeah thank you 805 raider for that text really good shout stuff. out to the 805 let's go let's go out to the phone lines now and talk to our guy stove welcome to the show what's on your mind brother
1: well, what's up guys great job this week hey uh thank you to me to me, I mean, ultimately it's going to matter what, what uh, Champ and Ziegler and, and Josh McDaniels, you know, believe is the guy. I think there's a trade partner at number three, and if there was really, really somebody that Ziegler felt was special, you know, giving up giving up your, your uh, number one next year and maybe getting a pick back is something that I, 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 I could see. But, but I think what's the biggest piece of all of this, is the Raiders have an opportunity picking at number seven and unfortunately picking around seven in every single round. They got to walk out of this draft with three pieces of a foundation. And what I love about seven is all this quarterback hype might have four quarterbacks going ahead of them at seven. And that's going to land us an exceptional defensive player that we're already seeing some hype around. The, the defensive backs, Gonzalez, maybe Witherspoon. Uh, obviously, Tyree is is somebody who's got a lot of potential in addition to Carter and Anderson. But the bottom line is, at 7, as 805 Raider just said, if he lets the draft come to him, we are getting a foundational piece at number 7. And that's something that we have to build on. Um, you know, I don't know that Tyree, we know enough about him yet, but what we do know is, is it sure feels exciting that you could bookend Max Crosby and Tyree for many years to come. And and I'd like to see us stand pat at seven okay. and not trade up. Or maybe even, if the scenario plays out, maybe we move down to 10 or 12. Vinny mentioned Skaransky the other day. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Because the offensive line is something that we are going to need to believe in for years to come. And I don't want to see us overspend to move up three or four spots to then roll the dice. That doesn't make sense. There it is. Fair enough. I
3: like the call. Appreciate yeah. you. Skaransky's a stud. I'm going to take you guys to the 2011 draft.
2: Take us there.
3: Okay. Von Miller. <laughs> this is the top 11. Yes. Out the, uh, amongst the top 11. A friend of the show, Von Miller, by the way. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Von Miller. I wish I was there that night. Whenever you're talking about tequila and I wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, God. Exactly. You know I'm all about the tequila. There Von you go. Miller. Mm-hmm. A.J. Green. Okay. Patrick Peterson. Nice. Julio Jones. Nice. J.J. J. Watt. Woo! You know how else was picked amongst those picks? Um, um
2: Yes, I do. Um, uh, Gabbert. Plain Gabbert? Yeah. Cam Newton was like number one, right? Jake Locker. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Jake Locker. I forgot about him.
3: Christian Ponder.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, so he yes. won in life. He didn't win on the field.
3: Cam- yeah, I don't know <laughs> about that. Yes. Um... <laughs> Shout out to Sam. Yes. Uh, so, yes, Cam Newton was was drafted first overall yep. in that draft. But, but see, that's – there's – because uh, to the previous caller's point, you stay at number seven, yeah. and if there's a run on quarterbacks above you that you're not even necessarily feeling, and you end up with the next J.J. Watt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's dra- – Well, look
2: where Aaron Donald went. You know the story. 13th. of 13th. Right, exactly. Aaron Donald, I mean, if you go back and redo that draft, yeah. and, you know, I mean, Aaron Donald I probably
3: would have taken first. Right. Uh Khalil Mack was drafted third, I think, that no, he was uh,
2: he was fourth. fourth. Yeah, he was fourth, yeah. Fourth. Yeah. I forget who
3: was the number one pick that. The number year one
2: was. pick Jet Cloudy. They picked Cloudy, yeah, exactly. Cloudy got uh picked off of that one hit he had in the bowl game in college. And you know who the number two pick was? Yes. It was uh Tackle.
3: uh by it? the Rams.
2: <laughs> who was it? Um
3: I'll get it in a second.
2: All right, and then three was Sammy Watkins. Buffalo traded up to get Sammy right. Watkins, right? Because I thought they were going to get Khalil Mack, and then the Raiders got Mack at number four. Yeah, there you go.
3: Hang on one second. Uh, I'm going to get that real quick because it's uh, it was kind of an um, amazing little turn of events for the Rams, who ended up getting that first round pick, right, for the uh, RG three trade, right? They right. had they had you know gotten a whole bunch of great draft picks, Greg Robinson. Think. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And they needed a. a, a to this day, they, they to this day, the only reason they got um, uh, uh, you know um, Aaron was because they had that second number one pick. Right. If they if, if they only had one number one pick, they would have drafted an offensive lineman because they needed an offensive lineman. And the funny thing is, they had Robert Quinn. They had um, uh, uh, Howie Long's son yeah, was on their yeah, defensive yeah, line, yep. so they had a really good defensive line. Right. And they had a sec- a second first round pick, a surplus basically. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, hmm. We could make a good defensive line, a great defensive line. Could you line imagine target. though
2: if you redid that draft in Houston to take in Aaron Donald at right. number one? Yeah. Instead of Jadavian Clowney, who's now been on like five teams, he right. went from Houston to Seattle to Tennessee to Cleveland and who knows where he ends up next year if he's even playing. Right. But yeah, I mean I mean if you go back and obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, but yeah, man, I mean, Aaron Donald and that's going back to the point of the textures that we've had, you could just let the the board fall to you and you can end up with a super stud. Exactly. So you're not wrong. Like no. we're not we're not disagreeing with you at all. Uh I'm just, you know, after after the the quarterbacks talked today, and uh, C.J. Stroud explained himself. I, I started leaning in the in the camp Same of, of C.J. Stroud, and, and Vinny was leading into the camp. And, you know, again, his size is very appealing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, his size is one what, that I don't six, think he's going to get, like Eric Allen says, hit out the league, no. right? right? Eric Allen says it all the time. Hey, man, that will get hit out the league. Right. And I don't think C.J. Stroud will get hit out the league. Bryce Young, I'm a little concerned with his size, even though, like he said today, and uh, with all due respect, I've been
3: this size my whole life. <laughs> I know, and it's never—it's never, <laughs> it's held never been back. a problem. I—I I was on the morning show, and uh, you know, Heidi was asking about him overcoming that obstacle, and—and uh, and I get what she was saying, right? And I was like, whose obstacle is it really? Right. Is it his or is it ours?
2: Exactly, is it's it, ours. Uh, maybe it's w- ours. we have to get over that. Exactly, obstacle. it is. It's—it's it's more ours obstacle than it is his good stuff good stuff coming up next we're going to kick off our number two of the show with one guy that knows a lot about the nfl draft and these prospects that's our guy dane brugler from the athletic he'll join us next it's radio radio 920
0: our coverage of the 2023 scouting combine in indianapolis is brought to you by boyd gaming the official locals casinos of the las vegas raiders